The following program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. Welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The studio lines are open for your calls and questions. Call 973-267-9687. Now, here's your host, Tom Wood. Good morning and welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, creating a partnership of good health. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We are the largest subspecialized neurosurgical group in the state of New Jersey with our main office located right here in Morristown, New Jersey at 310 Madison Avenue in Morristown, down the street from Morristown Medical Center. Our main phone number to reach us here is 90, I'm sorry, 973-285-7800. And our website is ansdocs.com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. Please visit that website as often as you can for the new educational um, uh, information that we're putting on that site. It's changing every day. The new site is being launched, and it's very exciting for everyone to take a look at it. Uh, we'll be introducing our new centers, which is, will be our brain tumor center, our skull-based surgery center, and, of course, our spine center. So please visit that site and look for the new information on them. Also, keep continuing to visit the AnswersLiveNJ.com website, which is this radio show website where you can go and listen to these shows as much as you need. Usually after two weeks after the airing of the show, you can go re-listen -re to that show and uh, follow up on all the different changes we're doing here at the uh, show itself. So again, as you know, I listen to everyone's comments and I try to bring on specialists and uh, topics that you all request. And I have been getting a lot of um, requests to do a show on rheumatology and arthritis. Um, so of course, I search around and find the best in the area and I located uh, Dr. Janet Bartov, um, who is a rheumatologist who practices at the Center of Rheumatic Disease located in Morristown. The address where she is is 435 South Street, right in Morristown, so very local. Let me give you that phone number now and then again at the end of the show. It's 973-540-9198. Again, it's 973-540-9198. Good morning to you, Dr. Bartov. Good morning, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We've had a lot of requests to do a show on rheumatology. Um, but before we get started, just let our listeners know a little bit about who you are and a little bit about your education. Of course. I um, went to Tufts University for medical school and then completed my training in internal medicine at NYU in New York City. I then went on to do my rheumatology training at both Mount Sinai Hospital and Yale <clears throat> University School of Medicine in New Haven, Connecticut. And I'm board certified in both internal medicine and rheumatology. And I've been at the Center for Rheumatic Disease in Morristown for a little over a year and a half now. Okay. Well, welcome to the show, and thank, thank you for you. bringing your expertise. Before we get started on the tip of the questions, um, a little bit overview. What is rheumatology? What does that mean, rheumatology? So rheumatology is essentially study of the joints and rheumatism, and that encompasses all kinds of diseases, both inflammatory diseases that I'll talk more about later, such as rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and gout, as well as your run-of-the-mill 
aches, joints, pains, knee pain, shoulder pain, tendonitis, bursitis. It's really a very broad field. Okay. So it's a large field. It covers a lot. It does. Yes. Okay. Today, we want to focus on a few of those that you've mentioned. And let's start off, I guess, with the most common one that most people hear. And I I guess most of us eventually will uh, be afflicted with at some time in our life, which is arthritis. What is arthritis? In general, arthritis is a term that describes inflammation of the joints. And really, any joint can be involved. And what a joint is, just to break it down further, it's essentially where two bones meet. For example, the knee, the hip, lots of joints in the hands, the shoulder, the elbow, the low back, the neck, the list goes on and on. And there are many different kinds of arthritis. I already mentioned rheumatoid arthritis, gout. There's osteoarthritis, which is extremely common lupus, there's arthritis that's associated with psoriasis, different types of stomach diseases such as inflammatory bowel disease or celiac disease, various infections can cause arthritis. So in summary, it's a it's a general term for any kind of inflammation of the joints. Okay. Um, let's start with the most common one. Uh, I guess most people suffer from osteoarthritis. What is going on when that is occurring? And what you know, well then we'll get into some of the symptoms for that. That's that's correct, Tom. So osteoarthritis is extremely common and it actually affects greater than ten percent of adults older than sixty, which equates to about thirty-three million Americans. So wow. that's a very large significant number. Exactly. It's essentially a wear and tear type of arthritis. Another name for it is degenerative joint disease, or as you mentioned, osteoarthritis or wear and tear arthritis. They all describe the same thing, which is essentially a wearing of the cartilage. And what cartilage is, it's a shock absorber in between the bones. And what happens is that cartilage wears down the bones grow in abnormal ways. There's also low-grade inflammation. And all of this combined leads to significant morbidity if not addressed properly. And common joints that are affected are the knees, the hands, the neck, the low back, and the hips. Okay. And what are the symptoms that people um, would start to experience with osteoarthritis? Um, I'm getting not to that age yet, but I'm approaching it. So now, even my wife and I sometimes will have our, our fingers will hurt or our knees will hurt, um, and they're stiff. And of course, we're like, "Oh, I'm getting arthritis." But what is the symptoms that kind of clue you in that maybe this is arthritis starting, opposed to just using your hands too much or it's cold and they're stiff, that kind of thing? Absolutely. Well, you've actually described a lot of them <laughs> already. Tom, pain really is the most common symptom. It's usually pain that's exacerbated by a certain activity or pain after an activity, but it really is is pain. Patients often experience a lot of swelling and stiffness. Sometimes they have something called a gelling, which is kind of like what it sounds. It's sort of a stiffness after prolonged periods of inactivity. So often patients tell me, you know, I woke up this morning and I couldn't move for a half an hour. Or it took me a good 30 minutes to get going. Often the joints don't look like they did five years ago. They can become 
kind of nodular or knobby, for example, and disfigured. And people say, oh, my my fingers look crooked. That's extremely common. People can have decreased mobility, so difficulty opening jars, for example, or turning doorknobs, or they feel as though their strength is not what it was. People drop things often. So those are a lot of the symptoms that patients often describe with osteoarthritis. Right. So that is the deformity. I see a lot of elderly, um, I don't want to say women, I'm sure men and women, but mostly for me in the medical, I see a lot of women, very deformed fingers, like kind of bending certain ways. That's the osteoarthritis itself? A lot of that is, yes. It can sometimes be other things as well, but most commonly it's osteoarthritis. Okay. Is this something that's hereditary? Is it something that can be prevented? There is a very large hereditary component, and unfortunately, there's not much that can be done about that. But there are a number of risk factors that contribute to osteoarthritis that can be modified. So, for example, it's so important to maintain a healthy weight. Being overweight puts added pressure on the knees and the hips, and that can accelerate and exacerbate osteoarthritis. Stopping smoking can help slow the progression of osteoarthritis, as well as reducing any unnecessary trauma to the joint. So, for example, excessive bending, for example, hard labor, repetitive motion. These activities can all accelerate osteoarthritis. Um, additionally, moderate exercise is, is very important. So swimming is a great activity. Walking is a great activity. Treatment of any comorbidities is also very important. There are other underlying diseases that can accelerate osteoarthritis. So, for example, poorly controlled rheumatoid arthritis, which I'll get to right. a little bit later, another type of arthritis, or thyroid disease or diabetes or various diseases of iron storage can all accelerate osteoarthritis. So it's so critical that these diseases are well controlled and we do everything possible to reduce these risk factors. Okay. Um, when we're younger and we're active and we're doing crazy things and running and jumping and marathons and mud runs and all these things, are these things that we should be aware of that could be damaging our joints or are your joints built that way when you're younger to accept that? Or is that something when you're doing things as a younger person, you know, like, you know, you know, you shouldn't smoke because when you get older, it's going to catch up. You shouldn't eat poorly when you're young because it's going to catch up to you. Is it the same type of thing with this type of arthritis? Should you kind of watch what you're doing as you're younger, the over-exercise, the running in the street and the, you know, the marathon running, or does that not affect it? That's an excellent question, and the data is slightly controversial. I tell my patients everything in moderation is okay. We generally see this type of accelerated arthritis in athletes. So, for example, gymnasts or basketball players, those are the kind of people you would see this kind of arthritis in their 30s, in their 40s, where usually you'd expect to see it much later in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and so on. So I think... For a young person, I would never say, don't do that mud run, don't run that race, right. but everything in moderation, I right. think, is, is very important. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to uh, learn a little bit more about the other types of arthritis. I'll be right back. There's a unique place in New Jersey that more and more people are discovering. A pioneer in healthcare, leading the way with programs like their nationally recognized spine center, skull base surgery center, and their brain tumor center. That place is Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists, ANS, improving lives with exceptional neurosurgical services, medical firsts, and one-of-a-kind programs. ANS, home to New Jersey's largest group of world-renowned fellowship-trained neurosurgeons offering advanced treatment options. ANS, a leader in stroke care with a success rate greater than the national average. Among the first in the country to use stent trievers, allowing surgeons to immediately restore blood flow to the brain. ANS, the leaders in spine care, using the latest minimally invasive techniques for spine surgery that actually reduce recovery time from weeks to days. ANS, restoring hope and helping patients regain their lifestyles. And it's all happening right here in New Jersey. For more information, go to ansdocs.com or call 973-285-7800. Welcome back to Answers Live. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist, located right here in Morristown, New Jersey. My special guest this morning is Janet Bartov, who's a rheumatologist. From She practices at the Center for Rheumatic Disease, located right here in Morristown at 435 South Street. Um, and they are part of Morristown Medical Center. Before we left for the break, we were talking about arthritis, and we went through everything we need to know about osteoarthritis. And uh, Dr. Bartow, now back from the break, let's talk a little about the other types. So the first one is uh, rheumatoid arthritis. What is that? So rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. So this puts it in a completely different category than osteoarthritis. And what an autoimmune disease is, it means the immune system is somehow misbehaving and not acting the way it's supposed to. Our immune system is necessary to help fight against infections such as viruses and bacteria, but sometimes the immune system turns on itself. And there are many different types of autoimmune disease outside of rheumatoid arthritis. There's lupus, there's scleroderma, there's inflammatory bowel disease, celiac, psoriasis, certain types of thyroid disease, type 1 diabetes, the list goes on and on. But essentially what rheumatoid arthritis is, it's when the immune system turns on the joints hmm. and patients get a lot of inflammation. They have a lot of pain, a lot of swelling, a lot of stiffness, and the treatments are completely different than the treatment for osteoarthritis. These patients require much more aggressive therapy. But the good news, and I tell all of my patients this, 2015, it's a good time to have rheumatoid arthritis. There has been an amazing boom in therapy over the last 10 years. So you shouldn't see those disfigured hands anymore in a patient with rheumatoid arthritis. The goal today is really remission and remission quickly. So while it's not something that you want to have, it's actually a good time to have it because we have so many wonderful treatments. Okay. So it's an autoimmune disease where I guess the body attacks its own joints? Exactly. Okay. I yes. Wonder, yeah. I wonder if my grandmother had that. I remember years ago growing up, she always sat in the chair because she had big swollen knees and always in pain and always getting cortisone shots. And I do remember them saying that type of uh, arthritis. So I guess it's something that's been around forever. Uh, but it's good to hear that there's new things coming out. What about the psoriatic arthritis? So psoriatic arthritis is actually very similar to rheumatoid arthritis. It's seen in patients with psoriasis. So about 15% of patients with psoriasis go on to develop an associated arthritis. 
The symptoms are very similar to rheumatoid arthritis, a lot of pain, stiffness, swelling, and the treatments are also very similar to rheumatoid arthritis. And again, this is something that is very, very treatable, and the goal is remission as well. And what is the most common treatment for these, even osteo? Um, is it over-the-counter anti-inflammatories, or is it cortisone, or... What do you usually start with? So we always start with over-the-counter type medicines like Tylenol, Advil, Aleve, things in that family, especially for osteoarthritis. Patients with rheumatoid arthritis and psoriatic arthritis require a more aggressive approach with prescription medicines that do need frequent monitoring. Um, injections we give often as well, whether it's a steroid injection or another kind, we do that as well. And we do that a lot at our center. Okay. And when does it get to the point where you hear we've had done shows on, on knee replacements and joint replacements, and most of them are getting these because of arthritis. When does someone come to you and you say, you know what, this is all we can do. It's probably time for a joint replacement. When does that occur? So that occurs if we've really failed everything else where the patient hasn't responded to conventional treatments, such as with over-the-counters or prescription medicines or various injections. And the patient is truly suffering and has really lost function of that joint. So sometimes you reach that point in osteoarthritis. You do occasionally get to that point in rheumatoid or psoriatic or other kinds of arthritis as well. However, I just want to emphasize again the treatment for rheumatoid and psoriatic arthritis is vastly different from osteoarthritis, mm. although often there is some overlap in patients right. with rheumatoid can have osteoarthritis and vice versa. Okay. You mentioned a little bit about gout and lupus. Um, I know that's some of the diseases that you specialize in at the center. Let's touch base on those because those are common um, things I hear. Um, mostly for me, I've heard a lot of men getting gout, so that's probably something we should talk about. What is gout? So gout is a, a different category of right. arthritis altogether, and it's caused by a crystal, actually. It's a uric acid crystal, which is a breakdown product of purines, and purines are found in different types of foods and beverages. So for example, red meat, shellfish, organ meats, beer, hard liquor, and other foods high in fructose. So supermarket cakes or soda that's not diet or juices all contain Everything's high amounts. Good. All the good stuff. Okay. Well, gout actually <laughs> used to be thought of as um, a disease of kings because right. it used to be these older men eating all of these rich very foods. rich foods who would get gout, but which is, is, is partly true. But now I see gout actually in a lot of postmenopausal women and even younger patients in their 30s and 40s due to the obesity, diabetes epidemic. Um, it's a kind of inflammatory arthritis, so patients experience an intense, sharp pain, swelling, um, but it's, it's, it's very treatable as well, and certain things can be done to avoid it as well. But with the right medicines and lifestyle measures, it's something that we can easily control. Okay. Uh, a little bit about lupus. That's another one that's quite common and pretty devastating if not treated properly. Yep. So lupus is another autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis. The immune system essentially turns on itself. 
it's common in women, although men can develop lupus. And while lupus patients do experience a lot of arthritis, it actually can affect any part of the body, including the heart, the lungs, the kidneys, the skin, um, the hair. People can have just kind of systemic symptoms, fevers, chills, night sweats. But again, with the right treatment, um, it is a treatable disease. And what is occurring there? The body again, autoimmune is attacking itself? Exactly. That's exactly what's happening in lupus. But, out, but not only the joints. It can be other parts of the body too, the heart, the lungs, the kidneys, depending on the extent of the disease. Okay. Um, the center itself, what other diseases does the center specialize in? So in addition to what I've already mentioned, we see a lot of scleroderma, a lot of vasculitis, mixed connective tissue disease, diseases that involve muscle, such as polymyositis, dermatomyositis. We see a lot of spinal stenosis, tendonitis, rotator cuff syndrome, carpal tunnel syndrome, Raynaud's your general aches and pains, the list really goes on and on. Right. And Raynaud's, uh, I'm just jumping on that because sure. my wife was diagnosed with that. So what is that actually? It's a, a narrowing of the capillaries or something distally or? Kind of. It's it's a vasospasm. So we have very teeny tiny blood vessels in our fingers, toes, our nose, and our ears. And what happens in cold weather or stressful situations is those blood vessels clamp down, which, yeah. is, which is actually normal. But what Raynaud's is, it's an exaggerated response. So instead of opening up more quickly, those vessels stay closed yeah. for a little bit longer. Her fingers turn blue and she's it, like, it, oh my God, they're killing me. She exactly. The classic kind of picture is the fingers turn white, then blue, then turn red. Um, we really only have to worry if it's a secondary type of Raynaud's. Most people have primary Raynaud's, which is totally harmless and we treat with protective clothing and conservative measures. But there are some people who have secondary Raynaud's, which is Raynaud's plus scleroderma or plus right. rheumatoid arthritis or Sjogren's or another autoimmune connective tissue disease. And that's really when we have to worry. Right. And most of these types of diseases are treatable to a point with medication. Yes. Okay. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about the Center for Rheumatic Disease and what makes this center unique? Um, usually these types of things, you go to your general internist, but it seems like this is really a unique place that treats everything. Could we elaborate a little bit about the center? Sure. Well, we really specialize in rheumatologic diseases. So experts in osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, and pretty much all of the other diseases that I mentioned. I truly believe we deliver excellent patient care we have a wonderful team of medical assistants, nurses, administrative staff who really go out of their way to make the patient visit as positive as possible from the moment they enter the facility to when they leave. And you specialize just in this at the center. Exactly. So when you're going to your doctor for arthritis, you treat your blood pressure and your lung disease, everything. This center solely focuses on rheumatologic problems. Yes. I and mean, we do, of course take into account all of the patient's medical problems, right, but this really is our focus. That's great. And how many physicians are there? Two. It's myself and um, Dr. Widman, who's wonderful and has been practicing for over 20 years and is truly a leader and a, an amazing physician in, in, in the case. field. Um, usually at the end of every show, I ask all my guests to um, kind of give my listeners a takeaway message. So for 
a little bit on arthritis or rheumatologic problems, what would be a takeaway message for people to know? I think the takeaway message is if you think you have osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis, it's always best to see your doctor and get evaluated. There's no reason to be in pain. There's no reason to suffer, especially in 2015 where the field has evolved so much and we have so many wonderful treatments for these diseases. Right. And an evaluation consists of what, real quick? Usually an evaluation consists of a physical exam, often some x-rays and some blood work. That's it. So pretty simple. Pretty simple. All right. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you again. That was Janet Bartov, a rheumatologist from the Practices at the Center of Rheumatic Disease located in Morristown uh, that addresses 435 South Street in Morristown. The number to make an appointment with Dr. Bartov is 973 Five four zero nine one nine eight. You could always visit the website, which is the Atlantic Health website. Um, just click on Marstown Medical Center, and you can find out all about their programs there. Again, I'm Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Our website is ansdocs.com. Please visit that website and learn about our new centers that will be opening up. Probably in the next month, you'll see a lot of new changes at the uh, ANS. So I want you to have a wonderful Sunday, and I'll talk to you all again soon. Join us again next week for Answers Live, your community medical connection making a partnership of good health. The preceding program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions.